Welcome to the Swim Swam podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. And joining me today, we've got a very special guest. He hails from Australia. He's representing the New York Breakers in season two of ISL. Uh, He's a World University Games bronze medalist, Brendan Smith. Brendan, how's it going, man? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. It's good to be here. I'm excited uh, to get you onto the podcast to, to chat swimming, to nerd it up with you. Um, but first of all, you're in Budapest right now. You were only one of two Australians to be in Budapest to compete in this season two of ISL. Um, obviously, we reported on it. It it seemed like an unfortunate situation. Um, give me give me your perspective on how you ended up to to actually be in budapest to get to compete in this second season of isl yeah sure um yeah it is, it is a bit of a bummer that i'm not here with uh, all my aussie mates but um i'm glad that mwc bombs come and she's made the journey with me um really appreciate it but um yeah so basically i i had to come to my own conclusion that um the benefits of, of coming here and racing for ISL far outweighed um, the risk that I would be taking. Uh, and yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad that I did. Um, even though Sumi Shai did not condone um, people traveling, but um, they, they understand my, my situation, especially in Victoria was different to everyone else in Australia. So um, yeah, I, I sort of came to that conclusion on my own, um, even with Swimming Australia not not wanting it. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. So you said your your situation in Victoria was different than everyone else's. Can you can you give me the details on that? What what makes your situation unique? Yeah. Sure. Um, so basically, uh, within Australia, when the corona really got cold, I think it was around the time that the Olympics were cancelled. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Australia was out of the water at the exact same time. And that was sort of just a national thing, lockdown, keep it under control. You know what they say, you know, flatten the curve. So yep. there's not too many cases, you know, hospitals, all that. Um, so everyone went into lockdown and that was, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, everyone had to deal with it. But um, then when, you know, cases got, got under control and things started to go back to normal, uh, other states started to open up. We were the last, I believe. Um, okay. And then we sort of got hit with a second wave, which was pretty brutal. Um, none of the other states really did. And we were back into lockdown. Uh, okay. We were fortunate enough to have been able to swim throughout that whole second wave. Uh, um, but there was a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, it was like, is this session the last session? Um, like for a, a good month uh, and that that took a toll on me you know pretty significantly um, so when you know we, we were told the ISL was going ahead and that that was all good um, it was something that like you know it was concrete and that I could really work towards so 
um, I had to follow through with that. Um, and we're obviously not able to compete, I think, until January next year in Victoria. Mm-hmm. So we weren't able to go to nationals, interstate or anything. We're still locked down, yeah. um, which is hard because I'm a racer. I love to race, uh, which is why I like ISL so much because it's just a dogfight between uh, the, the different clubs. So it's awesome. But yeah. So, so yeah, what, what I'm hearing is that uh, while everyone else was kind of like, okay, we can start swimming again, we can start maybe even competing it again, your state is just like, nope, complete lockdown, um, which is hard. Yeah. That's, that's a tough situation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, you know, I'm wondering, I know we reported a little on this, um, obviously, Swimming Australia, you said Swimming Australia didn't condone it, but did that financially, did that affect you at all? Did you have funding cut um, because of your decision to go to ISL or was Swimming Australia kind of like, we don't like this, but do what you want? Yeah, so um, I actually, uh, Swimming Australia sort of at the start of the year have been going through uh, like financially, it's been difficult for everyone. Um, you know, across the world. Um, but they unfortunately had to, uh, you know, cut some people from funding. And this was nothing to do with ISL. Um, so my funding was cut last year. Um, so I don't know if that would, if the people that were still being funded would have had that cut if they went to ISL. I, I, I don't know. Gotcha. Um, but for me, I had... Um, a sanction that, that, you know, when I decided to go, that I would have my uh, camps and competition funding cut, uh, mm-hmm. but it would be given back to me when I'm able to train. So when I when I come back to train after ISL, it would all be given back. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, there was really no, if I'm able to come back fit enough to train, then there's no um, downside to that, but I'm not sure on uh, anyone else's individual yeah. case with because yeah. money's different for different people. Um, but yeah, for my case, it was that. That's how it was. So that that um, to me that kind of seemed you know yeah I don't I uh, just just in your case seems like kind of a win win for me. You have the opportunity to come to Budapest earn some yeah. money there, come back to Australia, earn some money there. Uh, so it seems like a good situation for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's, it's not all good, uh, but uh, I think uh, it's, it's good that, that I'm able to still come and it's not too big of a uh, penalty coming back. Gotcha. Um, so, okay. So that's, it's not, uh, you, you mentioned it's not all good. Do you, do you see a downside to this situation for you? And if, if, if you want to pass on that, that's fine. But, um, you know, what, what makes this situation uh, difficult? Well, there is a downside, like, um, well, if I do get sick, then that's obviously a big downside. Definitely don't yeah. want to get sick. Um, and also, if I am, if something does happen to me, and I come back, 
not able to train um, at the level I was when I left, um, then there would be a problem. Uh, But, you know, with all going well and me staying safe and able to actually fly back um, into Australia, which was another problem, uh, Australians getting back into the country is is a big issue. Um, And obviously quarantining for the two weeks. So there are are a few downsides, but... um, you know, obviously, I still made the decision to come, which I stand by. Yeah. Um, so, so tell me about the the process that um, going to Budapest, being in Budapest, has been like so far. Yeah. So, um, I was, you know, fly out Saturday, ten p.m. I uh, get, I think it was twenty six hours overall to get into <laughs> Budapest, which isn't too bad. It was, you know. The flights, the flights were okay. Yeah. They were empty flights. I mean, I think there were 26 oh, people on my first flight. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, and probably about the same on the next flight, I think between 20 and 30 people. Uh, the last flight was was pretty full because that was a little plane. Everyone got ISLs on it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, no troubles. Uh, but then when we got here, we had to get the COVID test. And uh, it was it was pretty brutal. I don't know if you've seen um, anyone's stories or Instagram videos on it, but yeah, they get right up in your nose, and it's like people <laughs> reckon they're tickling your brain. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had that. Then we had to quarantine. I think uh, when we flew in, we were in about five o'clock, and we were in a hotel until about midday the next day. So it was only about a 12-hour quarantine from when we actually got back into our rooms, which is pretty good. Um, But, yeah, then the next day was pretty pretty cruisy. And I think yesterday was our first day in the water. So getting back in the water feels good Um, because we're racing on Friday, I think. So excited for that. what uh tell me about that first day in the water as well as what you're expecting from that first competition day that's coming up very soon yeah so the first day or the first session was um a bit shaky still feeling pretty lethargic and pretty heavy from the flight um but then that night was pretty good you know the next day well i'm about to go to training after this um feeling a lot better um but we get I think we get our roster this today. So we get our roster for who's competing in what. So I think I'll be doing the 400 freestyle and 400 IM, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, so, you, you know, you you seem like a pretty mid-distance-y kind of guy. Uh, from what I've seen, you the events you race at, at some of the meets you've been to, um, tell me about your your swimming background. Um, how, how long have you been in the sport? Uh, what has it been like coming up through Swimming Australia? Yeah, so um, I started, well, I probably learned to swim, I think, before I could even walk. My parents had me in the water at a very young age. Um, but it wasn't always, it didn't really come naturally to me. Like I was, I, I could swim, but uh, it wasn't till about, probably 15 or 16 that I actually was competitive at a national level. 
Um, and then I sort of, you know, grew from there year over year. Um, you know, it's been, it's been good. I, um, I've been, I've been lucky enough to have gone to Junior Pan Pacific Championships. Hello. <laughs> Back again. Um, also World University Games last year. Um, amongst, you know, many other interstate and other international trips that I've been on. So really fortunate to have had swimming take me this far. Um, and I definitely don't take it for granted or it hasn't, you know, a day gone by that I don't, you know, thank myself or thank that this has happened to me. Uh, but yeah. Tell, tell me about these international trips that you go on. Cause I have an idea of, you know, like maybe what a junior team member in the U S uh, what trips they would go on, but um, what kind of trips does swimming Australia take you as, as a younger, or maybe, you know, someone who's lower on the national team totem pole, what kind of, what kind of international trips do you go on there? Um, so basically we have our junior, well, we have junior worlds, junior pan packs, um, youth Commonwealth games, youth Olympics. So they're all the competition side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, you can also, um, be selected for, I think there's a national flippers, um, but that's not that's not so much international, but it's it's bringing uh, everyone within the, the nation together to train for a good block of training. Mm -hmm. um, they also have the thing called youth transition, which I'm fortunate enough to be a part of, uh, where you can go international to compete at any competition you deem, you know, that you think will help you be the best athlete you can be. Um, so I was, I went to the U S open nationals last year and we were lucky enough to get gold in the four by 200 freestyle last year. I think nice. I saw you there. Um, oh, heck yeah, yeah. Was an awesome experience. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. that is awesome. So that, uh, the one in December, right. In Atlanta, or was that the one in oh, no, um, it was the, California? The, Yeah, the one in California. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, but yeah, yeah, what was, tell, was that your first time in the states? What was that? What was that meet like for you? Um, it was, yeah, it was the first time in the states competing. I'd been there for travel. Okay. Um, but it's awesome to see the the amount of depth that there is, um, in every event, like. Within Australia, you have some events that are weaker, some that are stronger. And, you know, depending on the event, it's either, you know, pretty difficult or not too difficult to make finals and whatnot. But mm -hmm. there's, it's really cutthroat in America. I mean, you have, uh, you know, your A, B, C. I think they even had D finals, yeah. which is insane <laughs> in every single event pretty much. So, yeah, that, I think that's the biggest difference. Um it's not so much uh, your, you know, to get first, second, third. It's like, you know, like fourth to thirtieth is just like that's where the the biggest difference is, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, so you know, you're like we said, 
you think you're going to swim four IM for free in ISL. Tell me about your training. How did you end up, you know, kind of competing in these events for IM for free, 200 free? Uh, have you have you always been a mid D guy, or did you kind of evolve into that over time? Um, when I was really young, I was actually a breaststroker, like like my uh, my older sister and younger sister. Um, but then I did a bit of fly. And then probably around 14, 15, I did, I started doing freestyle. Um, and then when I moved up into the squad, uh, the top squad in our, at our club with Scott Talbot, uh, he had me doing 1500. And I think that was just what he saw and how I worked would be the best chance for me to make an open team. So we really, we really pushed that for probably a good year. And then uh, I think it was 2018 Nationals. I dropped a heap of time in my medley um, and won Nationals in that. That was my first National Gold Medal. And the I think it was the first event I qualified for Junior Pan Packs in. And I think it was since then, it was basically medley. And then 400 medley and 400 free complemented each other really well. And I always like to not just focus on the one event, which is why 400 IM is so good because it trains other events, um, you know, indirectly. So it's like really good to have backups. If, if one stroke's not feeling good, you can always train another thing um, and same in competition. So that's what I really like about it. Yeah. What is so uh, what immediately comes to my mind with those two events is that they're, if you make an Olympic team in one, they're the same day, right? They're both on day one of the Olympics. I know. I know. So, yeah, just a fun question. Which one would you rather swim at an Olympic games? Um, well, the one, the, the event that I am going for is 400 IM only because um, that 400 free, um, which you'd probably know the 400 free in Australia, that's going to be a hot event. I would love to be a part <laughs> of it. Um, really, really, really um, upset that I can't throw my name in there. But I think at World Championships, they're opposite ends of the meet, which is good, which yeah. is like, oh, I hope it was <laughs> like that for the Olympics, but it's not. Um, so the, the 400 IM is probably my, definitely my better one within Australia, but internationally, I think they would actually be quite similar. Um, so, uh, browsing your Instagram earlier, I see that you've gotten the chance to train with some of Australia's best, uh, you had a picture with the likes of Clyde Lewis, Mac Horton. Um, tell, tell me about getting in some good kilometers with those guys. Yeah. So that was, I think that was from the, it's a 200 free event camp. That was in 2019. Um, I think that's the picture we're referring to, but, Mm -hmm. um, that was awesome. That was the first time I got to train with most of those guys, um, and coaches as well. Um, they're really hard workers, definitely, um, it's, it's different to when you're at home because you only have maybe one to two other people that you can train, you know, that those sort of sessions with mm-hmm. um, because there's usually not too much depth within a, 
within a squad. But when you all come together, you know, the best from Australia, it's, it's super competitive. Um, and, yeah, I really love that kind of environment. I love racing. So I really thrived off that week. Yeah. What was were you guys really hitting it hard, or was it more of like a, a relay technique camp? What did you guys do? Any particular set that you remember that was really challenging? Well, it was it was an event, so it was supposed to be like relay technique, but and we did do a fair bit of that, but it was there to to train hard and do really hard sessions together, um, which we did a lot of. And there was one set in particular, really, uh, I'll never forget. And it was 10 150s. I think it was, no, it was 2150s. And it was one off. And yeah, you know, it was long course meters. Everyone was going well under 130 for the 150s. So it was pretty insane. I remember the last one was off the blocks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you had boys going like one twenty twos really quick. That's pretty. That's pretty spicy. Did you Did you win? Fast. Yeah. No, I was. I was. I was actually um, up there in the first nine, but yeah, the last the the other boys turned it up for the last one. I don't really. <laughs> I didn't really have the speed for that because, I mean, at the time my PV was only. 151 so <laughs> well under pb pace for me nice <laughs> hey that's that's uh that's good yeah. um oh so so that sounds like a super cool experience it sounds like you're you're kind of just getting your elite legs under you and it's it's going really well did you get to watch the isl at all last season and if so what are you most excited for about this upcoming season it starts in like two days yeah i know i know yeah um i did get to watch some last year um and uh, i don't know if you know yet but it's going to be literally three times bigger that's what we were told yesterday in our briefing uh the stage wow. and everything okay so yeah yeah really get get, get around it um I did, I did watch some events last year and it's, it's really good to watch on TV. Um, definitely the most entertaining shipping event you'll ever see on, on TV. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, all right. So Brendan, before we, we sign off here, before I let you get back to training, um, so last, oh wow. So last, uh, last question for you. Um, <clears throat> you know, in, in, in all your times in, so actually, uh, sorry, I had this one. What you're in, you said you're in Victoria. What, what brought you there? Are you just from there and you've stayed there for a while? Have you ever considered, um, going to a club with more elite swimmers like you had mentioned earlier? Um, well, I was actually born in New South Wales, but uh, when my my oldest sister, um, who doesn't swim anymore, uh, she was starting school, and it was always my parents' plan to to have her start school in Victoria. So 
that's where my dad's from and that's where you know we're, we're, we're always planning on living so we've lived at the same house same place since I was six months old um never really considered moving um we all went through the same club not awarding because uh, my dad was from Nutterwading as well. He's from Nutterwading. So I've been there my whole life. Our nice. whole family's been there. Um, they are a very big club and they do have a lot of uh, elite elite swimmers. It's just, um, you know, it's it's not really in my plan to move, move from there. I'm really happy where I am. Uh, we've got, you know, amazing, amazing group of athletes that, I think we'll go really far. We're, we're only young. I think uh, everyone in, in our group is, is going to be uh, very, very good in the years to come. So I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. That's awesome. Uh, congratulations. Um, so, yeah, so, so my last question for you is uh, being in the ISL, you know, obviously you're racing back to back to back to back. Um, have you ever been in a, in a, in a racing situation like that? You, you've been telling me you're a racer, you, you thrive when, when it's come time to race. Um, have you ever been in a situation like this where you just have a ton of racing and what are you kind of expecting out of that, um, in this ISL season? I reckon my back to back to back racing, uh, experience really actually probably comes from life saving, um, which is another thing that I, that I do and have done pretty much my whole life. I'm a member of the Halfman Bay Surf Life Saving Club. And, you know, the events uh, in life saving are really set out. They're just back to back to back. You don't have much time in between the events um, and they're quite long and tough. So I think my grit comes from life saving, I would have to say. Um, but, yeah, really, really looking forward to, to racing with the New York Breakers. Um, and we actually had a funky trunks sign officially today. I, I believe it was. There was a a post that that New York came out with that that they're supporting um, New York brothers. So I'm really happy because they're a sponsor of mine as well. Um, and they're they're really awesome people. They're they're going to be supplying heap of heap of merch and stuff for for all of our athletes, which I'm I'm really thankful for. <laughs> yeah nice um well brendan thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to sit down and chat with me it's been great getting to know you and to to swim nerd up for a little bit and uh i'm i'm super excited to see what this isl season has in store for you yeah likewise thank you so much for having me i had an awesome time you've been listening to the swim swam podcast Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.